0: And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Boverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake.
1: And welcome to Milburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or better yet, it's a beautiful day. Come on oh, to Millburgers yeah. at 1604 and Boverde Road, where the wind is out of the south. It feels good. Yeah. We, we, we watch <laughs> I, I just can tell. The flag. The flag. I cheat <laughs> off the flags. Because right. <laughs> yesterday the flags were pointed straight toward us. Uh. <laughs> uh, and I noticed it was a little chillier than normal on the porch. Uh, but, yeah, so this is a beautiful day here. There are folks out here doing some shopping. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's Ch- see.
2: Chili with or without beans? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: with, without beans. That's Texas chili. All right. Let's okay. Checking. Just making sure. Uh, that's keto, so you can have that, right? I can. Okay, can you have it with beans? No. Okay. And uh, I I stopped by and looked at the blue bonnets. Yeah.
3: And those are, again, some of the best blue bonnets I've ever seen. Uh, transplants I've ever seen.
1: Very cool. And uh, but these
3: are not ladybird. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're old. They're old school blue. Most, most people won't. Uh, they well. could be
4: ladybird, but
2: they're not tagged.
4: that Yeah. Way. Did you uh,
3: look at their stocks the other day? You said they were.
4: Oh, these, most of these are doubles.
3: Right. He must have gotten in some new ones.
5: Mm.
3: On the ground? No, yeah, no, no, up
4: on the, same ones. The purplish. Up on the tree, up on the, tree. he's talking six oh.
2: packs and you're talking ten inch pots.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's pretty and of course the geraniums are still pretty. Mm-hmm and uh they're Uh, bright and showing out so
2: so far it's all fantasia but this next week probably wednesday-ish i'll have some of the regular red
3: that red that you got there is fantasia is killer
2: you know know, there's two different red fantasias right are there yeah there's a dark red and a red
1: oh okay and what was the strawberry sizzle is that it's fantasia Okay. So that's the one that yeah. fared well it, in the tests. Yeah, it's that's pink. That's uh,
2: a hot, pinky, like iridescent pink. Is I'd that the pink that's, that's out
1: the there, or it's a well, muted? Yeah, yeah. Realistically, it's that's probably it most of the That's it on the left. Okay. But. Uh, oh, I see it. Okay. The,
3: it, interesting thing, we've taken, uh, back when they first came out, we took some to uh, our sales, and we had uh violet and, uh, and the fantasia. I mean, and the uh, sizzler. sizzler.
2: I don't know they, why I want to say swizzler every time.
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm a... without a doubt, the, the ladies, when they came in to buy, would always take the sizzler. Okay. Even though I was standing there saying this violet is more heat tolerant. So they, on that they, note, yeah, the,
2: <laughs> the only color that sells as good or better is red. Is what? Red. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Wasn't that a thing that you can sell any plant in San Antonio <laughs> as long as it's red? That was
2: a Mr. Wester thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's really very localized. Okay.
1: <laughs> but
2: down, Downtown, it's white.
1: Oh, <laughs> how interesting. Yeah. I wonder how the cyclamen are doing downtown. I wonder
2: if, if they made I don't it. I our, pr- our primrose are looking spectacular, though.
1: Yeah. Are the primrose. There's oh, no. Table yeah, right by the yeah. door.
2: Cl- or is blood. there
1: purslane over there, too? There's no purslane. Oh, I don't know what's the, in the <laughs> hanging basket. What's the dark red, the blood red? The, I'm
2: going to think that's a calibrachoa. Oh, there. okay. That's pretty. Or geranium. Oh, you're no, about no, 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 no. It's
1: a Yeah. <laughs> is it, does that kind of look like purslane? No. No? no. no. Okay.
3: <laughs> Came to me in a dream. Forget purslane in it's the winter. It,
2: it, it's it, a it, petunia uh, wannabe. Uh,
1: oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I could picture that now.
4: There you go. But yeah. uh it's kind of like that, your uh your son loving
1: uh <laughs> my my son patient that didn't yeah. like the like the sun just fine. They do like the sun just it fine. It did not like the freezing it weather. It's not like cold. No, it did not. And, and the and I use that in the past tense, I believe. <laughs> Understood. <laughs>
3: and the girl scouts are here and the uh-huh. good news is these are
2: they have Samoans. That's the good. Idea. Well, I can't eat them. Is it Samoan the peanut butter or the <laughs> Samoans has uh, it's, it's got the the coconut on it? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. that's good.
5: Okay.
4: Are they Girl Scouts or Brownies? There are people screaming at the radio oh. at
5: this point, going,
1: "How do you not know what a Samoan is?" Well, maybe they're Brownies. The I'm one, You're one of them. Milton. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. I can tell in your eyes that you were screaming at me.
3: But they're selling. I'm four, a thin mint <laughs> person. They're selling four boxes for twenty dollars. Oh, okay. <laughs> and That's better than
1: last year. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and they pick that up from
3: Trace regularly. Six ninety nine. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're also taking
1: credit cards. Okay.
4: No, that's so interesting. Paying uh,
2: yeah. what? Credit, credit
1: cards. cards. That's oh, smart. Cool. Well, there are yeah. lots of people that just don't carry cash, uh, which uh, is I'm makes me uncomfortable. Except dude. for
2: around Christmas. For some reason, yeah. I always have cash around Christmas, but <laughs> it slowly goes away, and I'm back to the credit card. To I resolve. remember as,
1: as a sidebar, <laughs> when the Salvation Army with the Kettle Campaign figured that out, uh, they were like, uh, oh, wait. It's not that they don't want to give; it's they don't have cash, and so they figured out how to yeah take my, uh, take donations via debit cards and credit cards.
3: My son, Jeremy, will not touch cash, wow because of COVID. Oh yeah, and uh, I haven't heard that that's a threat. Well, uh, he's just being extra careful. I see, and so, and so uh, also, uh, I. I thought writing checks was kind of a thing that you did. <laughs> it's outdated. Do, yes. Yeah. And so, so I, I go into CVS to buy something, uh-huh. and I get my checkbook out <laughs> and, then, do and you start hear the writing com- the checks. Do you hear
1: the complaints of the people behind <laughs> you? No. Oh.
3: And they, they uh, in fact, one of the cashiers at CVS said, i just love to watch you write a check. Said, uh,
1: you know, you're the only one. You, are, you probably <laughs> are. That writes checks. Both uh, of our customers that write checks, yeah. so I just love them. <laughs> hey, you hey, and yeah. that other one.
4: And I'm sure he also put his phone out there on the. Uh, there you rear, go. Uh, yeah, it's a wow. Too. Yeah. that's uh, consistent. She uh, said, uh, "Are
1: you looking forward to the 21st century?" <laughs> 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 and Jeremy said, "That's an old people thing, writing checks." Oh, check. that ain't right. I uh, don't Don't be shaming. Don't be uh, age-shaming. I will man.
2: say we get checks, just not very many. Yeah. They're almost all business.
1: Oh, that makes Isn't sense. Because, uh, okay.
2: yeah. Uh, I've heard a check here.
1: Well,. <laughs> But if you if you're feeling like really loved, uh-huh. and you and you're feeling unbalanced, like I need to cause problems, yeah. Don't he doesn't need that help. No, he uh. doesn't need help. But <laughs> go write a check. Go get a long line at H E B. Yeah. And pull out that checkbook. Uh. You, you will feel the temperature <laughs> drop <laughs> for the stares of the people behind you. They well, do, they they they
3: uh, go through the automatic checkout thing.
2: Can't write a check in there. I don't know if you can. Uh, no. Can you write no. a check in no. there? No, I don't never. think so. they, don't. they don't.
1: But okay. by, <laughs> my son's. Not,
2: nowadays, some of them are, aren't even cash. Yeah, I've it's, seen that. I got, I, I got credit card line only.
1: I got yelled at because I went.
2: Mm. <laughs> I you were the one with twenty-one items, Milton. <laughs> yeah. So they. Shh! <laughs> 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 I told you that in private. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
3: I, I I I'm having trouble catching up with the modern
1: <laughs> yeah. techniques. I yeah, have right. a feeling like you you're still catching up with <laughs> the pre modern technique of <laughs> <laughs> I go I go get in line like you're supposed to. Uh-huh.
3: And Jeremy takes the groceries and goes through the fast line and he's waiting. For me to get through the line. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
2: It's nice we'll, of him to wait. He could just leave you there. Yeah, good. <laughs> I'll come back in a day you're, or so you're when you're done
1: writing that check. The... All right, 210 308 8867. We would love to hear from you about plants and uh, <laughs> gardening at 210 308 8867. Lots of good questions yesterday. We st- The Rodeo Tomato maybe comes in next week or? Hope so. Okay, oh, good.
2: He still didn't tell me what kind it is.
1: Oh, but but you, you were able to order them?
2: I have some booked. Okay. So I don't, I don't have to know which one it is for them That's to show a, up. Uh, they just
1: tell you. <laughs> That's exciting.
3: Yeah. We know uh, it's what, a Calvin big tomato. Calvin knows what it is, but he won't tell us.
1: I know. Because he's written on <laughs> it. And all the, 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 the column will talk about it, yeah. Is so that next, next week? Next Saturday yeah. you will know. Okay. And we will have them maybe starting Wednesday. Call first uh <laughs> theoretically i will
2: bring a few flats because the weather's supposed to be kind of silly
1: oh that's true that's right yeah and uh
4: then trace you'll have everything on hand for folks that want to pot up their tomatoes oh yeah that's oh, probably, like, that's probably like all should be
5: potted. Like,
4: like always you know one and yes, three gallon.
2: but we're we're in a new era we have we're, we're selling used pots okay because we can't get any new pots
1: Oh yeah, it's weird. The, the, yeah. Well, you were telling me about that the other day.
2: <laughs> yeah, Mr. Wessler, Wolf woof nursery started uh, uh, plants for plastic. But yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember those days. Yeah. Well, now uh, now the vendors are all screaming. Can I? Can I have some pots?
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, I I'm, I think he spearheaded that deal statewide.
2: I wouldn't, wouldn't shock uh, me.
3: Uh he was in the tan. Or at that time, it was tan.
2: But you know, he would take any pot, Yeah. but we would only give credit for hardwall pots.
3: Yeah, right. For her? hardwall?
2: Hardwall. The, oh. the firm pots.
3: Oh, okay. You know, they make a plastic pot that's uh, flimsy.
2: Bl- blow mold would be oh. the flimsy ones.
1: So, basically, that's just to get you, get it from the grower to your home, and then yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't know, and but
3: a I don't lot know. of p- no, I
2: mean they're they're, <laughs> they're just much thinner. Okay, yeah,
3: the uh, a lot. I bet a lot of people <laughs> listening to that uh, has thrown away a lot of those pots or re-
4: recycling. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah put, uh, you can I put them in the recycling bin. I guess that's so. what I do. <laughs> But now, now you know, now you guys are talking, having this conversation, <laughs> I, I probably should just have saved all oh, those. you saving
2: four-inch pots of empty flats. Never, mm. never done that before, but... Oh, the plastic at, they're, things they're there? They're asking for them.
4: Oh, my gosh. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I used to, if I was going to the wholesale nursery, mm-hmm. yeah, relatively quick, then I'd save them and take them all back. Yeah. No. But if you're unlikely to go back until six months from now it's then then you just can recycle them in the uh yeah. recycling bin well
1: yeah, trace well, what haven't we yeah, is ahead. there anything we we need to talk about though we're, we're kind of now that we got you for a few well, minutes
2: well the crepe myrtle truck that was supposed to have been here last week is now called and it'll probably be here tuesday or wednesday okay <laughs> good Bald uh, and balding up crepe myrtles will probably start showing up tuesday or wednesday okay they're probably so good here. With the, the weather coming, now. there's not a whole lot of new stuff coming. So uh, the stuff that can take cold.
1: Is there other than one is in a container and one is not, is there any advantage to me as a homeowner of getting one over the other?
2: You generally get a bigger tree for your money with a ball okay. and burlap.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: The, and then you have a much bigger selection of varieties in the small ones.
1: In the in small, the small pots. Small oh pot. small pots, okay.
2: So it really depends on how big you want it, and if there's a particular variety you want, it may not be available in a big pot okay or
3: or ball and burlap. and if you if you can dig if you can't dig a hole for that ball and burlap one uh, we, we can right do here it. we
2: can do it for you,
3: oh okay, but nominal uh, feet
5: <laughs>
3: yeah, the smaller
4: plants the the uh potted up plants yeah uh, they they react quick more quickly to being put in there uh so you got whichever choice you make. There's advantages and disadvantages.
3: Yeah, Pip. A, lo- a lot of people think to get the bigger the tree, the better. The you know, and a lot of people I I recommend that too, if they're older and feeble, Milton, because you know,
2: so if you I want would, to hang I a would swing, say it comes down to how patient they are. Oh, okay, oh. not older or feeble. Well, there you go. I'm talking about
3: the patience. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure you were. Would they come in with a wheelchair, Milton, and an oxygen mask on? Get the big one.
1: Yeah. Okay. And they See, got. That's why you don't have Jerry working the.
2: Uh, <laughs> many of many reasons. Yes, this is one. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, I could be. I could work part time out here. No. Happen with the older <laughs> generation.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> man would you like to write a check for that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> go ahead <laughs> all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of today's show so crepe myrtles anything else that's coming in this week hopefully theoretically coming in this week
2: I put the brakes on almost everything else because I I didn't want to have to unload it and do something with the weather. So well, maybe
1: we can talk a little bit about the weather. I know we've I know for us we've we've talked about it, but it's uh, we're talking. I, I can't quite get the day. Is it Thursday morning?
4: Thursday it's going to be on
2: on my.
1: Thursday is when it drops below yeah. freezing. And Friday days. Is
2: Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know days. when we need when you look at the weather it's very hard to tell because they go to midnight
1: yeah but i don't know the cold I...
2: starts in the early in the morning so like this morning well yesterday morning it was 33 or 34 or day before anyway 33 34 at my house at five o'clock and i got here at seven eight o'clock and it was 31 wow yeah, yeah well, it so it is so kind it got of colder cold. uh
1: Right before the sun rises, it's, uh, or right well, at yeah, right the, the sun was already up. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. I noticed that on my phone too. It would be weird. It was used to be that like at six was the coldest time, and then but now yeah, it's almost about eightish. <laughs> and then well, yeah. that time check so best yeah.
5: even the weather.
4: Uh. Yeah. <laughs> what time would uh, that normally be? Uh, seven.
1: Yeah, Friday night is <laughs> partly cloudy with a low around twenty four. Uh oh. Uh-huh, 25 is the low Thursday night. And the rain chances are, uh, looks like Wednesday night and Thursday day.
2: So we're going to start preparing tomorrow because we don't want to be out in the rain <laughs> trying to do stuff.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Not so. sure
2: where I'm going to put it, but I'm going to put it.
1: Well, and that's a good point, too. Well, here, let's let's be more uh, half full. Oh, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm this evening after midnight with a low around 53, but today is a beautiful day to do stuff. Yeah. Uh is it too early to cover? Or are you going to do no. p- will people cover this early? Not really. Uh, I a I'll
2: I'll move all the stuff. Well, but you have a different yeah. motive then. Yes, I do.
3: But uh, anyway, you can cover with that uh, frost
2: frost. If you're using protect- the white one, you got Yeah. You got time. Yeah. Okay. to to leave it on cuz it allows some light through it. If you're using the green one, uh, that might be a little bit different story to be covered for a whole week.
1: Yeah. So let's and then see. And it's going to depend
2: on what the item is, too. Wow. Yeah, protecting
4: blooms is different than say uh, preserving a plant.
1: Yeah. This is kind of exciting. This This evening, showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm after midnight, increasing clouds with a low around 53. What percentage? Hold on. <laughs> Chance of precipitation. Seventy-two point five percent. Uh oh. Seventy percent chance of rain. That's good. New rainfall amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch. Oh, expect higher amounts possible in thunderstorms. Ooh. Mm. A tenth? More than a tenth? Listen to to tomorrow if you (laughs) want to rain. Showers and possibly a thunderstorm. High near sixty-six. Northeast wind, so Uh the wind shifting. Yeah. Uh, Chance of precipitation. Thirty percent. Ninety. Uh-oh. No, oh, wow. Tomorrow, My new th- rainfall amounts between one and two inches possible. Might as well, oh, might as well uh, say 100,
2: Milton.
1: No, <laughs> we're only Al uh, with the Al's. Uh, it's got to be raining f- the at weather. the moment for 100. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: I wonder, I wonder if they heard us talking yesterday about how the Blue Bonnets need, oh needed rain. Need rain. needed rain.
1: Maybe so. Who is they? The weather people or... Uh, the, or uh, God, or who who's it that can hurt us complaining? Well,
3: God already knows. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he had a conversation with him anyway. But uh, it, it, uh, we need that rain for our wildflowers, yeah. blue bonnets and stuff.
1: So today would be a good day to get some blue bonnets here at Millburgers. Oh, absolutely. Put them in the ground ASAP. Yeah. Ooh, are they going to like the cold? Should I get them and protect them? Uh, oh No, they'll take cold uh, they'll, weather.
2: They'll take it. I think for safety's sake, uh, covering them would be fine. But Okay. Uh, realistically, that, unless it drops a lot lower, it shouldn't be yeah. an issue.
3: It, it has to get, uh, to freeze the blue bonnet, it has to get uh, uh, below
1: 10 degrees. Oh, well, no, <laughs> nobody's predicting that. Calvin, are you looking at the weather, too?
4: I am. Yeah, they're up to five they're up to uh five nights where the temps are 32 degrees or under. 20 th- 3 th- oh, three see. nights in a row, 24 degree low.
1: So Thursday, Friday, Saturday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
4: Thir- Thursday, Friday, Saturday are the 24 degree Is lows. it Wednesday night or is it Thursday night? Um well, again, that's that same yeah, same problem. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't Milton, know. Milton,
2: do you talking. need to address this with everybody so okay, that they I'll get go, their weather I'm right. going to go talk
1: to yeah. I've got Wednesday night rain likely, mainly before midnight. Cloudy with a low around thirty-three Wednesday night. So well, what happens at six or seven
2: o'clock in the morning?
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's the weird thing. That's what I can't quite figure out. Wednesday chance of rain during the day is seventy percent chance of rain wednesday night is 60 percent. so i'm gonna do all my work
2: monday and tuesday
1: it's february it's rodeo time it is time for rain um (laughs) i never quite understood that coming here we went to uh you know moved here friends from high school took me to the rodeo it was like 32 degrees raining and we were riding the rides and they were having a great time and i'm like this doesn't seem right. <laughs> but it is normal. It is normal. It is absolutely normal, as I learned. That's was their response. Hey, it's just rodeo. I don't, it th- I
2: don't think we've ever had a rodeo where we didn't have some bad weather in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, no. for the two weeks, February, San Antonio. Where, when is
2: the uh,
3: breakfast, cowboy breakfast?
1: Oh, I don't know. It should be coming up.
3: It's, it's like, usually on a
1: Friday. It's yeah.
2: like the Friday before it's starting. I'll,
1: I'll go check. All right, we'll take a quick break while we do. <laughs> Uh, give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Mulverdy Road on 930 a.m., The Answer. I don't know if this cloudy or ride and I welcome back to millburgers gardening south texas on 9 30 a.m the answer all right uh don't forget if you've got uh bugs if you're looking for a pest control company uh you can call warren remy's sometime guest to the show that was nice that warren called in to help yesterday
4: yeah and, and uh, that was just uh, an example of of how it is to deal with him, too.
1: Yeah, um, and and the knowledge that he has. Uh yeah, was, was very got impre- it straight
3: on that I, Yeah, I, I didn't realize they'd taken it off the market. But uh, uh, that was the first uh, ant bait, fire but, ant bait. Yeah,
1: but the point is, if you heard it, he was talking to us about fire ants and stuff like that because a caller had called in. But, uh, you know, uh, his style was very, very educational, uh, empowering in the sense that he was gonna you know, tell you what was going on and then you you're gonna come up with a solution uh, and uh, people like that about him. I think you know they've been in business since 1976 uh, and their customers many 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 repeat customers who use them uh, for a long long time you see some of the reviews and you know some of them will say I've used spider-man for 20 years love him to death um, <laughs> and you'll like working with them too. you uh, no matter what your pest control problem is, and I thought the coolest thing was he even said, you know, if you got a situation, we said we just want it, we want you to be happy when we're done right. So, like somebody was calling in, he said you had asked him if they could just call and ask about a question, and he was cool with that. That we'll help you out. Um, well, as this, this as a discussion,
4: Jerry between Jerry and I on the on the fire ant situation. Yeah, it's not a simple yeah a simple question, and uh, he. He f- was consistent with that. That uh, he saw the uh, the arguments on both sides and uh, and the solution which he'll be have to help some people get the, the solution not going to be the same on everybody. I no, that's I, the point. Yeah, yeah, I appreciated that. It uh, you know there was a the, you know it, it was important uh, to protect native even insects, but it also was important to protect. Uh, folks
1: from fire ants well you'll appreciate working with spider-man and warren remy 210-656-3721 210-656-3721 it sounds like they shouldn't ask him for any venison because he didn't (laughs) i don't think he's got a lot
3: well he got three he He said he got three three bucks is that a lot Uh, yeah
1: oh okay three deer i think he said he only got that's why i thought maybe (laughs) well
3: uh, the if you were on a lease that are piece of land that they get uh oh they have a quota they have uh doe permits oh Where after you get your three others and uh, you would need to thin the does uh that's they 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 give you permits to get a lot however many does you need to re, re, well, remove
4: well we in my neighborhood we've never been able to you know he talks about hunting deer and then then when i've Tried to talk them in to take some of the deer from our neighborhood. Yeah, just yeah, no. <laughs> that, bring a trailer. That's not the same, you know. That's not <laughs> the <laughs> same.
1: Yeah, if we have to herd them into a trailer, we've got a border collie. The border collie will herd them into the trailer. Yeah, and uh,
3: <laughs> I was uh, I was talking to a guy uh, after the show while I was leaving, and uh, he came in talking about they wanted they were Fair Oaks, and wanted wanted to. Uh, uh, know what deer resistant or deer plants that we would recommend for out there and uh, the guy was real nice and i i finally asked him at the end of the conversation i said do not be telling me that you have a deer lease deer deer lease uh that you go hunting on
1: oh i don't think you can hunt in fair oaks no
3: <laughs> and uh, that's what he said he smiled and said I, a friend of mine does. Uh-huh. I said, "You got them in your backyard, buddy. Mm-hmm. They're coming up on the porch." <laughs> Just them
1: walk right to the freezer. There you
4: go. <laughs> well, one of the, one of the biggest uh issues and controversies in my in our neighborhood, and this was 20 years ago <laughs> when one of the high school age young per- people uh I don't know if he got he just got frustrated and and he was out there and shot, shot a deer with a bow and arrow. Uh huh. And of course, there was just, just a, you know, some people were just just typical neighborhood. Fifty percent were say he should go to jail, uh. and fifty uh, percent says he's a hero. Well, yeah, uh-huh. give give him some more arrows. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out his uh, his his father. Send him off to uh, boarding school. <laughs> oh, okay. All
1: yeah. right. 210-308-8867. Oh, by the way, you'll also find him online. You can find out about specials and all they do at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. Well, our number again, 210-308-8867. It's a beautiful day for gardening. Uh, if you've got questions about what plants you should bring in and protect, uh, you can call us and ask specifically about that. Uh, if you've got questions about how to protect, you can call in, because it sounds like we are definitely going to get rain and freezing temperatures. So uh, out. Out, What? You don't think we're going to get rain? No. Oh, you'll be, you'll be eating You're your saying words next week. you sleet and snow? I uh, didn't say that. I just said rain.
3: Rain and freezing temperatures. What does that equal?
1: Well, no, I don't know if they're the same day. Uh, yeah. I don't think they were the same day. Oh, they're not? Uh, no, Thursdays, the uh I'm going to oh, put on my snow You tires. can just
4: you can just kind of
1: ignore him. You're <laughs>
4: right. With his negativism. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> but anyway, uh you're right. Oh, also. Yeah, just try that. Kevin, uh, are you are your neighbor's going to water the plants before the freeze comes? I,
4: I don't know about that. I you know, I've I've gotten quite a few questions. <laughs> they they appreciate the discussions we've had yeah. on, on watering and the uh, and some of them are pretty sophisticated, you know, mm-hmm. because if, if you're, the question has come up, my plants are, are dry, I should have watered them before, mm-hmm. but I've got a the, the day before the rain, I want to water them. Yeah. Does that hurt them? Doesn't hurt them. No. And so I always say, yeah, if it makes you comfortable, go ahead. It's just, uh, it's not the magic elixir kind of thing. It's not the same as when you... We've read, when we read about in the newspaper about peach orchards, where they they're, they avoid the freezes and mm. any damage well, because of the water on them constantly. That's completely different than just watering
5: your plants.
3: Yeah, so they will be turgid and can tolerate more cold. Yeah, so now, yeah, now you w- don't have to worry, worry about watering the ones that are brown on top. Yeah, that are browned all the way to the bu- to the to the ground. And uh, but and you can if your if your
4: plants are have been watered on a regular basis, yeah. they're more likely to be able to deal with the cold. Yeah, the cold weather. That's right.
1: All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, it's but it sounds like so <laughs> if the rain comes tonight and tomorrow, and it's one to two inches. It's a tenth of an inch. No, no, that was on Wednesday. Oh. Hold on, don't make me read this again. <laughs> tomorrow, showers and possibly a thunderstorm, ninety percent chance of rain. New rainfall amounts between one to two inches. Oh, okay. That'll be good for your blue bonnets.
3: Oh yeah. Be
1: perfect. That yeah. tenth of an inch. No, that was on Well that's... <laughs> that was that's a that night, isn't it? That's one no. of No, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's see. So
4: yeah, one of tonight. the things yeah, you don't right. you don't want to get that can to make your head hurt if you're trying to figure Hell. out exactly what <laughs> how that rain is going to Uh-huh, be distributed and, and is it going to is it even going to come you know a tenth of an inch most of it doesn't even reach the ground yeah oh and so poor rain so come you, on you Calvin just,
3: you just always glass <laughs> half empty right I know uh, <laughs> poor rain
5: won't even reach the ground. Try
4: so hard. <laughs> well, we think of we generally think. Uh, yeah, I know. I generally think of three eighths of an inch or so is
1: That's the point that it's significant.
4: Yeah, if you get more than more than that. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: So what is you, that? Just short of a half inch. Yeah. Okay.
4: Half an inch rain I mean, has some for a lot of plants has some significance, but we go back to Jerry and I talking about container plants. Oh yeah. That's a limit. Uh, half an inch is a pretty limited application there. Eh? <laughs>
3: But anyway, one thing you could do mm-hmm. that would be fun to do is that the the fall bub blub closeout mm-hmm. that they're having here now, you can get uh, tulips regularly ninety nine cents a piece for forty nine cents. That's half price. And uh, we, we say, well, tulips is kind of is kind of a gamble because. Uh, they haven't been refrigerated, so they may. The chilling may seems to help grow, them grow, but uh, they may not bloom. Or you can put them in a the refrigerator uh, for a month, and then plant them late and see if they bloom. Now, uh, if I plan a little experiment,
1: I, what if I take advantage of the special, buy them now, keep them in the refrigerator until for a month? Well, no, I was going to keep them until next January.
3: No, okay. <laughs> That'll sprout and everything oh. else. Okay, yeah. <laughs> don't 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 get creative on me, brother. I thought but you could,
4: but you, on that same kind of logic, you could go ahead and keep them in there six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in Minnesota or Michigan, you could. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, but you yeah. uh, because they would come, they would come back. Yeah. If they, you know, had enough. Cold weather, they go through kind of a normal process. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't bloom much, <laughs> but then the next year. But in our climate, no, they wouldn't. They, they wouldn't survive. They wouldn't the, make it through the, the summer. summer. But yeah.
3: ones that will make it through the summer, yes, and will bloom this year probably.
6: <laughs> Paper whites.
3: Paper whites. Regularly a dollar sixty nine. Now ninety nine cents. A good deal. You, you can almost say a dollar a piece,
4: and they will come back year after year yeah. after year.
3: And I don't, I don't, I don't know if they'll bloom. They, they bloom. They want to bloom, but uh, I don't. I doubt if they'll bloom this year. Oh, first oh, year. the the, the first, new ones. Yeah, I was I was
4: going to show you mine, which are <laughs> just on the verge of blooming now. <laughs> the foliage is really uh, oh, oh, all yeah. over. Is all is up. And the blooms will start. And the, uh, we don't have any. We've got some irises
3: too, don't we?
2: Got them on sale.
3: The iris is on sale? Yeah. You got a copy yeah, of Yeah, all other no, select no. Blo- bulbs, 50% specific. off.
2: specific. There's iris listed specifically. For iris? It's in the ad specifically, not in that. Oh. Six something. Okay. I'm sorry. That's My. okay.
3: Mine's it's not. Uh, got,
2: it's got to be there somewhere. Uh,
3: okay. But anyway, that's a reduction f- on the iris. They're the
2: regular eight ninety nine, 99 And oh, okay. uh, there's a, a multiple on them. I can't remember what. I can't remember well, what multiple. Okay. And we,
4: we expect both uh, paper whites and the iris to be deer proof.
3: Yeah. So. Well, we. I've seen them in Hollywood Park. Uh, solid. Iris. Uh-oh.
2: Paper, you got me worried.
4: So uh, <laughs> paper whites for sure are.
3: Well, what are, what are the other bulbs that are? It's, it's in here by itself see. somewhere, I think. I don't think it's in there.
2: Pretty sure it is.
1: eight eighty eight sixty seven. while we look. As they debate over the paper Think of the fragrance of the paper
4: whites as your. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh or
3: the stink but of them!
4: Actually, they're not t- they're not too bad outside. Uh, uh. Trace bothers me when they're
1: in the house. To, uh, you can you can look. Well, I was looking at his. Which oh, okay, the same uh, same it's thing. the same thing. Yeah,
2: but I'm thinking they didn't put it on the website, even though it's in our newspaper ad. Oh, okay.
1: Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So, well, what we is get, what we, is?
2: People that listen to the radio, they get
3: it straight from
1: Trace. Yeah, they get it straight from Trace. Trace's <laughs> deal of the week, 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 week. <laughs>
3: But uh, also, uh, yeah, like like I say, you can do those. Uh, uh, the other, all other select bulbs, fifty percent off. What what are those other select bulbs?
2: Uh, anemones. Oh, okay. I know we're in there. Um, Dutch iris. I'm pretty sure. It was Ooh, in there. Oh, that's now good. There's a good one. I love the Dutch
3: iris. It's it's more forgiving. And mine came back year after year. Is
1: that the that same I, thing as the bearded? No.
3: No. Okay. Bearded is a big flower. Oh. Dutch iris. And it comes in
2: Dutch iris looks like an onion. And yeah. And bearded iris is a flag, a German right. flag with a nose. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I said that just to confuse you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they a got flag this, with a nose. They got this this bump that comes out. And yeah. And it's called the nose. Okay. And yeah. I've heard rumors that you're supposed to plant that nose facing north.
1: Uh-oh. You're mm. supposed to plant them what?
2: The, <laughs> no, with the nose facing north. Okay. How nose
1: of the flower or nose
2: of the bulb? Nose of the bulb. Okay. Okay. That's something to do with the shading.
4: Oh. What? Generally, what color are the Dutch iris? Purple? D- Dutch iris
2: is like a purpley blue and a yellow.
4: Yeah. So those will be yeah. nice and then... The deer will pass them up. Usually, <laughs> you want to. Ha- I would ha- keep your uh, liquid fence on on hand for the, especially when they first come up, start growing, and get, and s- spray them a couple a couple like, times every couple weeks.
2: I, I like liquid fence, but I can't be around liquid fence. Really? Oh, uh, it this, smells. Yeah, I can't take it. Hey, I use. I it must. works, it huh? It we'll does get. work. Oh, me too. Uh, <laughs> I, I use the I must garden one because at least it's uh, uh, masked with a scent that's not so oh, okay. horrendous.
1: Yeah, we uh, Jerry's talked about that one too. It's called I must garden, yep. and it's a repellent for deer and others, or just deer.
2: Uh, they they make numerous products. Okay, um, and then they've got two different ones for deer. One is masked with like a a cinnamony, cl- and the other one masked with like mint. Mmm. <laughs> Mojitos. Believe <What>? me, you won't <laughs> want a mojito. No, no
1: you know will be out there I want sniff it. It. In the iris. Yeah, it's like oatmeal <laughs> cookies in the front yard.
3: <laughs> mm. Okay. The, hey, we need to take a break. So now we know if Trace gets to gets irritating us. All we have to do is
1: spray the front of the
2: deal. Y'all won't want to be here fish. either. Yeah, probably not. Although probably
1: although, basically from the Belinda's dream conversation, <laughs> I'm not sure we smell. <laughs> we don't smell that good either. You know what we, we
4: could do? We could do for Trace. and then we could do one for Jerry. There Jerry doesn't like acetate.
1: Yeah. Oh, man.
2: He loves acetate.
1: No, Calvin loves acetate. Oh, I love acetate. Well, yeah, he loves I the do smell too. of Smells like victory. Sweet. Oh. I
4: don't
1: know why, but. Okay. We'll take Jared a break. can smell it 50 <laughs> yards away. Doesn't matter where it is. He didn't smell it on the porch. Uh, back in a moment on 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. It's Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Alberta's Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The number to call, so ask us your questions. Talk, tell us what's going on. Um, what should people be harvesting now? Anything? Oh, gosh, yeah, all the greens, okay. lettuce, broccoli. Yeah. The, um, the Crawford reseeding.
3: Well, it it it, it was late coming up.
4: Yeah, not not my. Okay, has it come so. up? Uh, came up, but now it's, be it's uh was Hunkered affected down. by the cold. Yeah, and my sweet my sweet peas and English peas got a few remnants that are not frozen, but kale is is good looking good and yeah, uh, and our uh, <laughs> uh, bright lights. Uh, Charred, charred.
3: So now, what did you say about the Crawford lettuce? Crawford lettuce, Crawford lettuce.
4: Crawford lettuce. Yeah, it's kind of h- hiding in the in the weeds and such. Oh, okay. Hasn't
3: really. That's the way. Boomed, it, that's yeah. the way it's supposed to do.
4: Yeah, hasn't boomed. Um, Car- it, carrots were nice. looking good, but they're in, uh, kind of retreated a bit too. I expect they'll be back. Yeah. But your uh, fa- your favorite. Uh, uh weed p- uh, plants uh um, horse herb not horse herb bed straw no the one <laughs> the one that blooms in the competes with the the snapdragons oh uh, larkspur 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 yeah. just it wasn't even phased by that freeze <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. just is going strong and kind of and dominating I, ma-
3: I imagine you see some seedlings coming up
4: oh gosh yeah
3: germinating <laughs>
4: Yeah, they're they're. It, if you,
3: sometimes if it's frozen off, it
4: surprises me a little bit. I, I don't remember it ever covering.
3: <laughs>
4: so potentially thick, covering the soil. How thick it was. Huh? Yeah, but the uh, the freeze, the timing of the freeze was just perfect for it because it's got. <laughs> don't it they, got rid it, of it, all. It, was, yeah, the it was telling me, don't worry. All these other plants have died, but we'll, <laughs> we're we'll gonna put, take
3: it, over. We'll have all those blooms there <laughs> for your butterflies and everything. <laughs> And you'll have a, if you got that situation, you'll have the ones that are taller, they will bloom first. But then I'll bloom first, and the little ones just coming up will will get larger, and bloom a little bit later.
4: And I have to keep keep telling myself this, but uh, your snapdragons look pretty scraggly, probably right now, <laughs> but but you want to you want to give them some space because they'll they'll surprise you and they'll they'll come back. So keep some of the larkspur, but uh, don't don't let them dominate the whole uh, the whole garden if if you want to have some of your stocks and and your snapdragons come back. <laughs>
3: Calvin talks about killing or pulling up wildflowers for males. Oh, in his article? No. He talks oh. about Thinning that lark spray. Oh. <laughs> That's a wildflower. But, but
1: from what y'all have said, thinning it, it just laughs. <laughs> the ones that you uh, don't take out just go, okay, yeah. <laughs> you've made us angry. Next season.
3: No, it says, thanks for the extra room. Oh, okay, the yeah. The ones that survive. Well, it Sounds what? like
4: bamboo. For, yeah, yeah. For a few days after the freeze, I thought, ah, good, the carrots did yeah. fine. I say, no <laughs> they aren't the carrots, <laughs> it's the larkspur, yeah, they have a carrot like root, yeah, well, in the foli at the top, the yeah. foliage looks a lot yeah. when they're young looks like the carrot
3: uh-huh and if you if you have those uh don't read the uh wildflower books, which say they can't be transplanted. Because you can take any size my 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 volunteers prove this. Any size from just germinating to all the way with blooms, and transplant those things. We, they have a carrot-like root, uh-huh. so so uh, and it, we just pulled them up, jerked them out of the ground. So we weren't getting a lot of root with them, and uh, they transplanted yeah. those uh-huh. and they kept living.
4: And don't don't worry about. Uh, I know a lot of gardeners. Uh, Feel, feel this obligation to every single plant that grows yeah and but uh things like larkspur and other plants i mean you, ha- you have to some kind of govern what's growing in your in your garden right now if you want to preserve have, take advantage of those snapdragons and stalks uh, yeah are growing the pansies uh, made it through pretty well oh but yeah so
1: how are your whopper begonias doing
4: my whoppers, uh, they look a they look a little beat up. Now would be now would be the good time to prune them, trim them oh, down okay. a little bit. But they've they've done very well.
1: Yeah, they. Uh, Laura had a little gardening epiphany. She said, "Why don't we just put all whoppers in the front
4: bed?" Now they're not <laughs> they're not putting new growth on. But no, they're, but they're, they're the, holding now. Yeah,
1: the ones we have in the pots are kind of. Some of them have flowers that they had before, it got, and then. But mostly, it, yeah, it would help to kind of trim them back. But I sure like them. Yeah,
4: me too. I ho- hopefully, uh, Trace will be able to, well, I mean, he'll
3: get back on the regular
4: I, market.
2: I, I'll have the supplies, I'm sure.
3: <laughs> Kevin writes in his, uh, this week in the gardens? That Snapdragons, petunias, stalks, and other cool weather flowers will return to blooming after a mid-winter pause. And on those Laurel Bush Petunias, we talked about that uh, before. People, so so is this like
2: them. the rodeo road trip for the Spurs? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: the, those particular plants uh, continue to grow, especially the petunias. Continue to grow, but they uh, the bloom is very sparse. I'll put it that way. But uh, you wait to spring. Well, after, and it's it
4: such a thing. contrast. We're talking to them to uh, to pull up some of the larkspur who, that are just growing, yeah. strong and looking looking good, and then we're telling them to kind of nurse, nurse the snapdragons and the stocks because they're, <laughs> it takes
3: them a while to deal with that cold and get yeah. re- revitalized. But if you want beautiful spring stuff. Uh, 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 keep the petunias, even though they they may have some uh, dead foliage on them or burned back foliage on them, the petunias and the stocks and the snapdragons uh, will make a run for and them we, again this spring. And we, of
4: course, we got a lot of pansies, a lot of different colors. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you want to just re- restart And then we got some snapdragons, and in the shade, we got those uh, primla. Mm hmm. You know, if you if you had problems with uh, with the cyclamen, um, so we do have uh, we do have something to replace the the shade blooms, and then of course the, if the showy stuff is the geraniums. You geraniums and pansies. Yeah, I know,
3: said the primula took more cold than the. Um,
4: Did last year? They, they responded and it, better. Yeah, and this you year too. It,
3: it came back. It's well, go. they were both
2: okay, but the primrose <laughs> didn't skip a beat.
3: Oh, okay. Does it, their buds didn't freeze?
2: Oh, look at them over there. Yeah, They were, uh, I mean, they've been just covered every night. Oh, okay. They get freezes, so. Like they should be, probably.
1: Hey, we got about three minutes before we have to go get the news, but at 1 o'clock we hope to talk to Bruce Frazier uh, with Dixondale Farms. So we we're got up, his mobile up. number. so okay. We're going to talk to him. Okay, so wherever he's at, you want to? What is the nature of this interview? We're we going to talk to him about the nature of this interview. What are we going uh, to talk to him?
3: Bruce and his lovely wife Jeannie are the ones started that started selling uh, onions uh, by basically mail order. Okay, and uh, it's grown into a multi-million dollar business. Uh, all over the United States. And that's where we get all our, our onions from here at Millburger. And uh, we're going to talk to Bruce about uh, it. I hadn't figured it out, but uh, I was going to put a fu- uh, I was trying to be a little funny and put uh, a, a, re- a picture of uh, he and Jeannie, his wife, that was taken 30 years ago. And then take a use a picture right under it of uh, he and Jeannie now, showing how how the the onion business had been uh, pretty rough on Bruce, but uh, didn't uh, hurt Jeannie quite as much.
1: Oh, you're gonna get him in trouble. And
3: when I was talking to Bruce the other day, he said that made that picture made Jeannie extremely happy.
1: Oh. His wife. The one from 30 years ago or the yeah, current one? Yeah, okay. the one
3: from 30 years ago.
1: Okay. Well, good. So you did some good. And shortly after that, he hung up yeah, on you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: He's a good guy.
1: All right. So we'll talk to him kind of about onions and yeah. we can talk about varieties and stuff yeah, like that. I,
2: yeah. I want to talk about short day and intermediate day. and Okay. okay.
1: Let's go. Cool. All right. So that's just about a... Uh, about three or four minutes from now after we get caught up with the news. Hey, we want to thank everybody that came out uh, yesterday and donated blood. Uh, Trey said we had about...
2: 54 strong, it sounded like.
1: Yeah, um, and they were hustling. They were here. Almost uh, a four. Yeah, I I left at about 3.15, and they still had people they were taking in, so... Uh, they were not quitting.
2: Did they have two trailers? Or they did had, had two. They had two. I guess it must have been a bunch of people here for donuts. It must have been, yeah. <laughs> My wife said, why didn't you tell me? I said, well, yeah. you couldn't eat them anyway.
1: Oh. oh. Vengeance. Uh, Vengeance. All right. right. So uh, treading on. But that was great. And then I thank everybody that came out for David's uh, workshop, too. He'll be back on the 19th of uh, February. We'll be back in just about two minutes right after this on 930 AM. This is The Answer.
0: We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. But right now, we're going to visit with Bruce Frazier of Dixondale Farms. Uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we started talking about onions And uh, we were told that there's only one person to talk to about onions. And that was, uh, what was his name again? (laughs) Bruce. Oh, oh, this was the same guy? Yeah, the same guy. Okay. And that was Bruce Frazier of Dixondale Farms. And so uh, Trace is up on the porch with us. So let's talk to Bruce now. Bruce, how are you doing?
6: Super beautiful day.
1: What's that? It's
6: a beautiful day in South
1: Texas. Isn't it pretty? yeah. Yeah, it is pretty. So is this happy onion weather?
6: Yeah. Whenever it's dry, cool nights, warm days, it's just perfect growing situation. No disease pressure, no insect pressure. Life's good.
1: Very cool. Well, Jerry, do you want to start off with the questions or should I just kinda yeah. you can Well you're you're the expert or
3: the pro, Bill. I am. Uh, Bruce this he, is he's saying part. you got the most this, questions, Bill. Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> this is parson. Uh uh. I wrote this. Uh, you, you had done a good little write-up uh, on on uh, the way that onion thing started, and uh, I, I filled in some of the blanks and put uh, put it on uh, PlantAnswers.com, a website for people to read and enjoy. And uh, so uh, they, it's interesting uh, what. Precipitated out of uh, what could have been an ugly, ugly thing for uh, <laughs> me, me and uh, well, uh, I was, I was merely a, a, a young stud okay, uh, when all that happened.
1: And you may want to talk into right. your mic so Bruce can hear you.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I came to San Antonio in '74. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, this uh, occurrence, uh, this onion thing, uh, happened in. Uh, uh, let me see. I'm looking for the date. Uh, uh, anyway, it happened.
6: About '84. I
1: was going to say. You yeah. said it's been 30 years, so it's close yeah. To-
3: and uh, <laughs> I had uh, w- w- back in those days, and uh, when I first came course, I did, didn't know an onion from a broccoli, and I was quickly e- educated by uh, some of the extension vegetable specialists. Uh, at that, uh, that we had A and M had developed some uh, super sweet onions, and uh, uh, so, uh, but we couldn't get them. We couldn't get them so nu- th- in the nurseries on the market. Okay. And so, <laughs> and so, uh, I, uh, st- I and you would you would see b- back then the only onions that you could buy were labeled white, purple, eh, or red, and uh, yellow.
1: And, Bruce, is this all
3: ringing true? Uh,
6: so far, so good. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll buzz in when he starts. Yeah, there you okay. go. When
3: I go crazy, huh? Uh, when my Alzheimer's sets in. Anyway. Uh, so, and also, they had a, had a disease called pink root. Hmm. And the, I remember going to some of the nurseries uh, and picking up bunches of onions and you could actually see the pink on the Ooh, roots weird. and that's a that's a disease uh, uh, that kills the root system and it's a disease that uh, that uh, is endemic I mean it stays in the soil once you once the soil is contaminated with an infected plant And uh, that was causing great concern with uh, uh, our vegetable specialist, Dr. Roland Roberts, up in the high plains in Lubbock, because they were shipping these plants up there to their growers up there, and they were contaminating their fields. Oh! And at this time, there were a lot of
4: uh, onion
3: processors. I mean, a lot of well, four to five, as I remember, right, Bruce?
6: Yeah, it's
3: probably about right. About four yeah. to five. But uh, yeah. so we we started growing uh, little onion transplants of these improved varieties, especially 1015Y, which had just come out on the market, uh, in containers, in small containers. And I, I write about to Paul Cossum, who was a young man working for uh, a commercial plant grower, Figured out how to grow them in four and a, four inch pots, four inch container, and there we go. We uh, <laughs> we decide, we tried that. Paul worked out a system, and I thought I thought those onions that were produced there were they're kind of small and uh, weakly, uh, sickly looking. You know, an onion seedling is not the strongest looking plant you ever saw. But uh, people had tremendous success with them, mm. and uh, they really caught on. And mm. I thought everybody would be happy with that. You know, silly me. We'd go on to the next problem, our project, until <laughs> a fellow that I had never met uh, named uh, Wallace Martin uh, in, in uh, uh, came along. And come to find out, he was the largest onion transplant grower, or producer, in Texas, and one of the uh, probably the largest in the United States. And uh, he took offense, uh, you know, it's just like Calvin's uh, chicken salad chicken, yeah, feathers, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and it's uh, Bruce wrote up a great. Uh, article about it uh and he uh, said on february 3rd 1985 i wrote an article in the san antonio light newspaper which would change the course of my family's agriculture production would you in this forever do you want bruce to tell that story no okay Basically Sorry, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> basically- uh Parson didn't notice that uh, about the problems with the transplant <laughs> uh, let's see I was reading the quote oh huh. uh, the quote <laughs> the quote that uh, sunk the ship said uh, onion tra- only onion transplants grown in these four inch containers using pasteurized potting mix." and clearly labeled as to the variety being purchased can be expected to be disease-free and produce the best onions. Now, I I don't know why I wrote such a a positive uh, thing, but (laughs) uh, Bruce writes, (laughs) when my father-in-law, Wallace Martin, read that, he almost had to be hospitalized. Wow! <laughs> I love that
5: man. man if we had,
1: a, we, if we had a nickel for every time one of Jerry's comments almost got someone yeah. hospitalized, uh, I we could thought... retire. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but out of controversy came a new, uh, a
1: new industry. Okay, and then and then we let Bruce talk from there. Okay, Bruce, you want to pick it up from there? <laughs>
6: So well, well, shortly thereafter, we met at the Uvalde Country Club, and my, it was sort of the showdown with, between my <laughs> father-in-law, Wallace Martin, and Jerry Parsons. And Jerry, <laughs> what came out of it was that Jerry said, well, I don't understand. I'd never see your onion plants uh, in garden centers in our area. And my father-in-law replied and said, well, uh, one thing about it, these, you know, the folks that we're competing against, If they can spill it, they can sell it. (laughs) And uh, he said, I just uh, don't want to try to, and they would be so cheap because they'd have diseased plants and it costs a lot of money to (laughs) grow non-diseased plants. Jerry said, well, why don't you start selling them in the mail order or direct to consumers? And uh, so that's generated the idea for Jeannie and I to start the mail order business and start dealing direct to consumers and start dealing directly with garden centers on the wholesale end. And uh, now we probably grow 95% of the onion plants grown in the United States. Wow! I really don't know where the other 5% are grown, but I'm not (laughs) the thing to to be the 100%. So uh, we provide onion plants to, uh, you know, independent garden centers and uh direct to consumers, our onion plants are in every single mail order catalog that uh I know of uh and so we ship for other mail order companies as well and now we we ship somewhere six hundred million to eight hundred million of plants Goodness. a year.
2: Yeah. Wow, so that leads Pretty. to my next my question is this is trace Are you on Amazon yet? ooh. No, that yeah, might be, yeah that and might we be met. We step.
6: met with Amazon. Well, we met with Amazon, and they wanted us to be on there. But the trouble with Amazon is, people place the order and they expect you to ship it the next day. Well, it may not be time for people to plant onions. So what we do is we take take the order and then we ship it at the appropriate time for them to plant their onions so all throughout the country. So in our catalog or online, we have a uh, zip code charts. Which gives the recommended planting date, which is basically six weeks prior to the last average frost date, for people to put onions in the ground.
1: Are onions very forgiving? Because it surprises me that the onion that's happy in South Texas is also happy in Kansas or Montana or. No, they're not happy. No, they're not. Okay. No, (laughs)
5: they won't be happy.
6: (laughs) Well, all right. So onions are categorized in three different daily. Okay. okay. Short day onions or onions. Well, first of all, you have to understand how onions grow. They grow the top and then based on day length hours and heat units that the onions required, at certain point they quit growing the top and they transfer the carbohydrates that are in the leaves to the rings. For each leaf, that's a ring of onion. Perfect onion has thirteen rings. Huh. So that's what you're shooting for. So So a short-day onion requires only 10 to 12 hours of day-length hours before it starts the bulbing process. An intermediate is 12 to 14, and a long-day variety is 14 to 16. So if you planted a short-day onion in the northern states, it wouldn't have enough time before it reached that day-length trigger to produce that much top so it would make a very small golf ball. If you planted a long day onion in the south, you'll just quit making, it start making top, making top, make, and never get enough day length hours, because in San Antonio, we don't get 14 hours of day length throughout the entire year. So, it, they'd make top and never make a bulb. it would make a great big green onion. That's mm. the reason, like, onion sets, which are long day varieties, are often planted and uh, overwintered, and people plant them, and they make a nice green onion. But they won't, they won't ever bulb out. And a lot of times, the heat in June and July, we call it losing the top. The tops finally, the heat just gives up. And the tops sort of melt, and you don't get much of anything at all. But uh, you know, producing a green onion, that's fine. Yeah. So yeah. Those, <clears throat> that's that's what's critical about selecting the right varieties here in the san antonio or hill country here in texas yeah you can grow all short day varieties and then in the intermediate day varieties you can grow those but like if you planted the the a short day variety and the intermediate day variety at the same time generally the intermediate day variety would mature 30 days later than what the short day variety would do here in south texas because it's waiting on the day-length hours to start the trigger process.
2: Would you plant them at the same time, or would you put some distance between the plantings?
6: I would recommend putting some distance between the plantings uh, just because uh, sometimes, you know, it it could have other issues as far as bolting if you planted intermediate-day onions too too early because they think just by their nature that the day the heat units that it requires will be quicker than what short day short day onions think that they ought to be grown in the winter time, so they don't <laughs> they don't expect a lot of heat units on their in in their system I guess.
2: So what I'm hearing is I can plant some intermediates in February and March, so I can carry like candies and some of the other ones.
6: That's correct. Okay, red candy, superstar, and candy are our three intermediate varieties, and you know we. We planted, you know, up, up in the, like I say, the, uh, and then when you look at the, you know, really the uh, the category of 12 to 14 hours, well, like red candy apple is like a 12, 12 hour intermediate day. Well, is it really a short intermediate day or a long short day? You know, <laughs> so uh, candy might, candy will do well uh, right there and,
3: you know, uh, because it's like 13 and a half. It'll be the la- latest maturing of all the intermediate day varieties we have. Yeah, uh, Bruce. Uh, we talk, we're talking to Bruce Frazier of Dixondale Farms. He, yeah, he kind of likes to talk about onions.
1: Well, uh, so Bruce. So to do I.
2: That's <laughs> my favorite of all the little yep. vegetables. And so,
1: oh, go ahead, Kelvin.
4: Yeah, Bruce, we, you know, we here at Millburgers yeah. they offer. Uh, I think this, eight different varieties did we offer? Three, per, seven seven. seven uh, short days. What's you know now? Now you guys are the really the only one remaining producing. What's happening in the research area in the onions? Are we going to have any? For a period there, we had some pretty exciting developments, and then are, are we going to see that ever again, or is there plenty of choices?
3: Pike, pike bad. Yeah, pike, Leonard Pike. Oh, yeah.
6: uh... Well, I mean, back in the day, I remember when Dr. Pike was developing the 1015. uh, You know, we had 1015, we had a 1025, we had 1105, 1105, 1030. Each of them were just developed basically to, you know, plant here in in the South Texas region. That's where it was focused on. Uh, It so happened that 1015 was the easiest variety to propagate the seed okay so that's one plus it was a great onion but that's the variety they went with the problem with seed development a lot of times is that to produce hybrid seed you have to have a male sterile plant okay so uh, with time there's less and less of that male sterility plant uh, that has just It has male and female blooms, but the male blooms are sterile. Uh, It gets harder to maintain that seed line. So a lot of times with hybrids, and seed companies are really going to hybrid seeds because, let's face it, they can sell it for 10 times the amount that it costs for open pollinated. So what we're trying to do is develop our own or maintain some own uh, open pollinated lines. You know, like with the 1015, we've gone, shipped the seed to South Africa, get the bulbs from South Africa and bring them back to the United States and produce the seed because it's a two-step process. And uh, we've done that with, with, uh, basically, we're doing that with almost all our open pollinated varieties to ensure that we can maintain a good quality seed or just maintain seed at all. It's yeah. just the consolidation in the seed in the vegetable seed business is obviously concerning to all of mm-hmm. us as far as you know, pricing yeah. and, and yeah. availability.
1: Talking yeah. to Bruce Frazier of Dixondale Farms talking onions. Uh, if we if we cut up this interview though, we're gonna cry. Uh, <laughs> boo. Yeah. Can I ask Bruce one quick question? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So Bruce we, we often get this question. And it makes Jerry it makes Jerry scream, but I'll ask you and see if you scream. And that is we have a couple callers who will call us, and they'll go, you know, I want an onion. I, I miss the old-fashioned onions that used to be so sharp. You know, they would just burn your insides kind of and make you cry just from biting into them. Uh, and then Jerry says, fool, do you know how hard we tried to get a sweet onion? Do you know what the work that's gone into this? So uh-huh. I was going to see if you recommend a, <laughs> yeah. uh, a variety for yeah. South Texas that's more like what this uh, what this listener wanted.
6: Yeah, we have one. It's called Red Creole. Okay. And when you think of creole, you're thinking, you know, Cajun, Cajun dish. Uh, and you know, I tell people what makes an onion sweet is how much water's in it. What makes an onion rot or get hot is how much water's in it. <laughs> so yeah. You can't have it both ways, yeah. you know, one way or another. So, uh, you know, the sweetness or pungency of an onion, like Jerry says, we've developed a lot of them to, to just basically retain more moisture and more water in their in their cell structure, which will make it sweeter. And, uh, you know, if you want to make the onion hotter, just don't water it the last 30, 45 days really? uh, before you— Oh, yeah. I can, yes. I can
1: grow hot onions.
6: Uh. <laughs> you can grow hot onions, yeah. All absolutely. Right. And, you know, I might mention one thing. You know, we got this cold weather coming up. And, you know, I, I've never seen an onion die in less than 20 degrees. So uh, we talk about watering or what to prepare. If you water the onions in time, and, you know, what the, the science of it is, is that onion has a certain amount of carbohydrates that are stored in the bulb. And when you got them in the ground, that freeze it's going to stop that process. But it's going to—they're going to live off that bulb until they can start generating more carbohydrates, which usually takes a daily average temperature of 45 degrees. So, you know, they're going to come back. They may look like hell for a few days, but uh, <laughs> you know, just watering them or insulating them in is the best thing to do. And you know. Uh, you, if you spend a lot of times on your hands and knees planting these little rascals, uh, you know people ask me it says, "Well, should I put a cover on them?" I say, "Well, that's sort of like asking Jerry Parsons when he comes down quail hunting. Hey, I brought these snake boots, and I know there's <laughs> rattlesnakes. Should I wear them or not? Well, if <laughs> <laughs> you ought to put a, if you have a cover, you know, there's uh, any sort of insulation will help these, you know, survive." Okay. Any cold temperatures like
3: that. And by the way, uh, we sell red Creel. Yeah. We do, here. Yeah, that's we so have. probably because of that one. We're good. Windyville guy that called in. I agree with no, you. No, uh, because
2: of their recommendations. So I, I, oh, okay. I've only oh, been doing for a short day. Okay. Now, now I know. I in February, I, maybe even March, I might even be able to sell some mm-hmm. candies. Some intermediate. Yeah. Uh, no. That, what are
1: they called? Was it intermediate? Intermediate. But, but the ones that come to mind no, are candy. Yeah.
2: That, can, that candy is yeah. good. Uh, versus,
3: and a lot of yeah. Uh, commercial there, there a lot of them. And, yep. and they've made great big onions. Yeah, I
1: want sure the not. onions that you bite into and your sinuses yeah. just clear up. No, it just just that's red, red creole. creole. Is that red yeah. creole? Okay. And I can do it? Yeah. These guys red, know me, Bruce. Yeah, I'm, you
2: know, I'm pretty sure red... anybody can grow an onion successfully, yeah. Milton. <laughs> red
4: creole is, a, yeah. is an easy one to grow, too. I all right. 10-15 red exciting. creole
2: is all you really need.
1: Good. Well, we've got, to, we've got to take a break in a second. Anything else you want to ask Bruce before we go or what you want to bring up?
3: Uh, I, just, I just want to... Tell people to look the old, two pictures on the bottom of the article, uh, where I have a picture of uh, Bruce and his wife uh, uh, Jeannie in 1990,
1: and that's when oh my god it, 1990 was 30 years ago. Did yeah. they yeah. have cameras
3: back then? No. Oh man! <laughs> and that's when they—that was the depressing. year that they started selling onions. First okay time. And then I have a lo- another picture, okay, a, lo- a, a recent picture of them together. Yeah. And Jeannie looks pretty good.
1: Uh-huh. But
3: Bruce, <laughs> dang. Oh. Well, do you have a picture of <laughs> you
1: on there from 1990 and from present <laughs> no, day also? I have one on there that's uh, uh, pretty He just sure. like he
2: does now. He still didn't have hair then. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> well, Bruce, anything you want to say before we wrap it up?
6: Well, we just appreciate what you do for, uh, you know, gardeners and, you know, our business and onion People want to grow onions. You know, one thing about it, you know, there's not a addition complete without onions in it. So uh, we appreciate all the support.
1: Yeah, and uh, Jerry does brag on you quite a bit. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Bruce. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, want
3: to, I want to note, uh, note the a wonderful website that they have, DixondaleFarms.com. And you got, we've got a link to it on uh, uh, plantanswers.com.
1: Thank you, Bruce. Thanks for coming on the show.
3: So thank you all. Take we care. We
1: enjoyed it. Bye, Bruce. All right. We're gonna, I'm, I'm excited about the red creole now. We're <laughs> going to say goodbye uh, for a second. Come back in a moment. After the break, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. The
5: world is just a great-
1: Wow, <laughs> Al found an onion song. Way to go, Al! <laughs> All right, I'm excited now. I'm, I got red Creole on the brain now. There you uh, go. Uh, well, it, well, it, it, uh, yeah, Trace's answer to every question I had was Milton. <laughs> anyone can grow onions. So,
3: well, the, it, it, like I we said, got to talk to John here. We so. didn't. We didn't talk uh, to him long enough about the website. Okay, uh, I'm I'm really impressed with his website.
5: All right, we can which, have
1: him on again, which
3: we've got a link to.
1: Good at plantanswers.com. dot com, and yeah, just Google Dixondale Farms and you'll find it. Yeah, DixondaleFarm. dot com. John is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, John. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Have you grown onions? Oh,
7: yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm growing the uh, Delta Giants. Have you ever heard of them? Uh. Uh-uh.
1: This is this is well, new. I'm I'm new to the onion world.
7: Well, you're uh, you're growing them in the children's garden. You are.
1: Oh, they are. Okay.
7: The uh, Numa Numa bought them from uh, uh, from Louisiana. They're they're huge, uh, multiplying onions.
1: Are they yeah, long well, day, short
3: day, intermediate? They're multiplying. Oh. They're,
7: they're they're multiplying. They're huge. They're they're almost the size of a golf ball. They're much bigger than a normal, multiplying onion. And uh, I first uh, uh, saw them when he had them growing in the experimental uh, bed at the uh, children's garden at the Botanical Center.
1: Hmm. Are they sharp or sweet? They're, they're sharp.
7: They're very sharp. They're very, they're, sharp. Sharp. they're, very, they're, they're like those uh, those Creoles that you were talking about. Now, you weren't the it person that
1: I was talking about that called and said they wanted the old-fashioned onion, right? That was...
7: No, I wasn't, but uh, I agree with him. But you understand?
5: The, <laughs> good. <and>
7: so <laughs> the the harder the the more they make you cry, yep. the better they are for you. <laughs>
5: oh,
1: good.
7: They, they they have I think what they call flavonoids. Oh, uh,
1: that's uh,
7: true. Yeah, it's real good for you. It stops everything that might hurt you.
1: All right. <laughs> okay. Now you, okay. Anyway, well, what's what's I've your tomato growing... question?
7: Okay, this tomato question is that. Uh, I've been, uh, my uh, tomatoes that I have in a cold frame uh, developed a uh, fungus on them, so I started uh, spraying them with neem oil, uh, mm. and then along with that, I started getting a, a slight webbing, a very thin webbing on the very tops of some of the leaves, uh, and it, it, it doesn't cover a lot, but it looks like a spider web, and I was just wondering, what, what is that?
3: I, th- I think that's probably a spider but i don't think it's spider mites which would be a a problem
7: it's not just one place it's uh several different places across the uh across the tomato plants my tomato plants are about oh four or six feet tall and uh, oh
4: if it was in the middle of the summer our first reaction would be that it would be spider mites but with cold cold weather like this, you wouldn't expect that kind of a.
3: But these are growing in a cold frame or greenhouse or what?
7: Well, it's it's it, it's a it's a hybrid greenhouse because uh, oh, okay. it's a cold frame with a heater in it.
3: Yeah,
4: it oh, could be spider. Yeah,
3: probably is
4: then. Yeah.
7: And and I'm using neem oil. And yeah. uh, uh, what's your opinion of neem oil on on uh, for? Uh, Funguses, viruses.
3: Well, and all. Well, uh, well, it, w- it works on some, but uh, nothing really works good on spider mites. But uh, uh, you, if you wanted to use neem oil, you're going to have to spray at least every other day, and uh, to to run off, spray the the product runs off the leaves, and spray toward the bottom of the leaves that's where the spider mites are
7: okay and uh how about the fungus the uh that the uh that's yeah. trying to dry the leaves up i'm i'm fighting it some of the leaves are gone and i pull them off the leaves are doing good,
3: good uh fungus in the greenhouse uh is also uh kind of hard to control yeah but uh do the leaves have uh, round spots that develop, uh, look like fuzzy, like like fur on the top of the round spots?
7: Well, they look like they're just drying up. They'll oh. dry up and they're just turning crisp.
3: But you don't see any <laughs> spots on the leaves, the good leaves? No, no. Uh-huh. Well, that's, that sounds more and more like spider mites. <laughs> yeah, it could be that too.
7: <laughs> well, I might have them because my temperature stays between... Uh,
3: 55 and 85 and 90 degrees. Yeah. Well, that's all right. But uh, the spider mites it's probably were either.
7: Well, will the The oil, uh, kill them? Will the neem kill them?
3: No. Uh, like I said, they're very difficult to control. The neem will probably take care of the ones that are active, but... Uh, you know the live ones, if you get good coverage. But the problem is, there's so many eggs that haven't hatched on there. That's why you have to keep keep spraying uh, regularly. Uh, but like I said, there's not a good uh, nematicide uh, available. But about, about uh, all you could, all you could, people recommend is. Well, what's your
7: what's... What's your
3: opinion of hydrogen peroxide then? Uh, I use it on cuts and things. On what? On the, when I cut myself, I always use oh, it oh, to okay. dis- <laughs> disinfect that.
1: I think that's a subtle answer, but you'll probably figure that out. <laughs>
7: <laughs> okay. Well, I'll take as an answer Okay. Okay. Well, that all right.
3: it all did you quick.
7: did
4: you get did you get the message here that that spider mites? in that situation, are pretty near impossible to control. So you're going to be faced with some tough decisions, I'm afraid. Hopefully, Uh, uh, you know, maybe, well, of course, (laughs) I was thinking maybe they'll survive until you can open the greenhouse up, but uh, I'm not sure what you'll accomplish with that. You mean let them out, let them fly? Well, let (laughs) let uh, the outside air and the, uh-huh. everything else uh, c- help
3: you cope with them. But I think that'll make them mad. Kevin. Yeah.
7: Well, it it's open every day because if, if I don't open it up, the temperature will get up to 125 degrees. Oh, and yeah. And I've got
3: to open it. Especially uh, a day like today. Good luck.
7: <laughs> uh,
1: all right. All yeah. right. Thanks, John.
7: Okay. Uh Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Good talking onions with you, too. <laughs> and 210-308-8867. This is the onion hour. Although we're taking questions on tomatoes and other things, uh, anything you want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we are talking onions at 210-308-8867. I, w- I was telling Milton off the air. I, th-
3: I think we were off there. Yeah. Uh, the way that Bruce has his uh, catalog set up is when you open, open his webpage, page... Uh, dixondalefarms.com he has a they have a listing of all the onion varieties that they sell and I don't know if you picked up on the discussion but they will not send the wrong onion at the wrong time to a location anywhere in the United States no that was really cool and uh, (laughs) that's uh, that's that's a good uh, he Bruce has already and they' figured out you know what when people should be planting certain varieties in certain areas mm-hmm. and uh so you were not selling it and instead when they're listing their onion varieties, they don't give a description of the onion. Uh, they just put the name there. And instead they sent use pictures of people that have sent in, people have sent in pictures of the onions of that variety that they have grown. With usually with their ch- grandchildren or our children. Oh. And so it it's covered with pe- pictures like that.
1: Now how deep do you plant the grandchildren? Still metal uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably want to plant the grandchildren. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I was was visiting with uh, Bruce one time and I was asking, I was looking at his catalog and looking at his uh, deal and if you look on his website, they've got a number, a telephone number that you can call and order Onions over the phone, you know, or you can email them and order uh, just a several bunches, and they'll deliver them overnight practically. And uh, <laughs> but I noticed his onion, his o- number that he had, was no no toll-free number. Now you know, as many onions as they sell all over the United States, you would think that any company that does that. Uh, would have a toll free number. I'm not for sure. People it
1: to call matters much anymore with people's phone plans. Yeah. Well,
3: and <laughs> I asked Bruce about that. I said, "Why?" What did he wh- say? Why don't you have a toll free number? And he says, "It would. It would kill us. Oh. It, would, it would. It would kill. It would take up so much staff time oh. for answering those t- uh, calls." Uh, people bragging about their onions. Oh, That's people mean. always. <laughs> he said that they've got some uh, older people, probably write that write checks, and uh, <laughs> but they do take credit card, by the way. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that that it it would overwhelm their office staff. Being friendly and talking to the people. That half six so yes, growing there. Yeah, onion.
1: that's cool. Good for them. <laughs> i never right.
3: had thought of that.
1: We'll take some of the load off Bruce if you want to call <laughs> in and brag about <laughs> your onions at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And we have all the those seven varieties. Yeah, that's here. really yeah, cool. No, no, that's, that's neat. So I'm gonna just get mine today. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> calling anybody. I'm just getting them now. Um, we're gonna take a break, Marty. We lost you, so call us back right now during the break so we can pick it up in uh, just a second. Two one zero. 308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. French
5: fries or onion rings.
7: I don't really know what to choose. I said French fries or onion rings. You don't really lose.
4: Gotta pick those French fries or onion rings.
1: And welcome back French to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, I think Al found the only two onion songs out there. <laughs> All right, Marty's on the line at 210-308-8867. Marty, have you tried to grow onions before? We get to your question.
7: No, no, I haven't.
1: All right, we got to try, Marty. Well, I'm going to try to grow onions too.
8: So yeah, there you go. Well, I'll... join, join good. me. Okay, I will I will. Okay. All right,
1: we'll have onions <laughs> yeah. and then our Rio Grande gold peppers, and there <laughs> you got, go. We got a salad going here.
8: Yeah, we'll we'll be in business.
1: <laughs> okay, what, what was your question?
8: Yeah, I have a question. Uh, will my snapdragons and my strawberries make the cold?
3: The well, st- strawberry plants will yeah uh, mm-hmm. if it gets extremely cold, uh, uh-huh. the, be- the strawberry the fruit itself and, uh, and blooms uh, will pro- might freeze if it's it cold. Strawberry okay. growers, like in California and whatever, cover right. cover their plants with that uh, web webbing material. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, what did you
4: what did your snapdragons do with that uh, during this last freezes?
8: Uh, they they survived. I mean, that they're pretty tough. But they
4: and, uh, but, uh, yeah. if they've got any green stems or foliage, then I would expect that they'll recover. But uh, as we, we talked about, they have a, it's a pause period, they'll have to, they look pretty ratty for a while, but then they'll perk up and then they'll, they'll have a spring bloom period that is pretty spectacular. Uh, right now
8: they're, they're, they're blooming uh, tremendously beautiful and I got the bees all over them.
4: Really? Oh. The, well, that, yeah. yeah uh, well, they're, they're yeah, that's nice. good. Yeah. yeah, you got you got an exceptional situation then because yeah. a lot of folks have them kind of half, just like just like this, the strawberries Jerry talked about with the blooms yeah. might right. decline.
8: Okay, how, how about how about my stocks? Well, I have some stocks. I have some that look kind of good, some that don't look too good. Should I go ahead and cover those just to be on the safe side?
4: I I would if they're looking good. Yeah, because they're they're even a little more sensitive than the snaps.
8: Okay, okay. I'll, I'll be sure and do that. Yeah, 'cause my my snaps are really looking good, and, and the bees are going to town, and I, I don't want to lose them at this point. They look they look beautiful.
4: Yeah, it sounds good. When your okay. st- sounds good that your stocks are looking good too.
8: Yeah, they are looking real real nice. Yeah, I, I was out there yesterday. And I got me the the Victoria red grape. So oh, um, good. I, I, yeah, I, I liked it, and it, it looks it looks real good. So I want to hang on to that one. That's for sure. And you
1: got any nice. tips for Marty on the uh, Victoria Red? Yeah. what kind of tips do you have? Plant it. Uh-huh.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, full, that seems pretty easy. Most of the full sun. We need full sun all the time.
1: Okay. Full
5: sun.
8: Okay. I'll do that.
3: should do it. Okay. Plant it as soon as possible.
8: Okay. I will definitely do that. Well, Is it, guys should he plant it after the
1: cold snap or no? No. It won't go. Yeah, he, he won't, won't bother. It. All right. There you go, Marty. Man. Thank
8: you, guys. For, thank you. Bye, you guys Marty. are great. Thank okay. you, guys. Okay, take
1: care. Okay, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. Still got some time left, so give us a call. Tell us what's going on. Ask your questions about the upcoming cold, or just uh, tell us about what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867.
3: Yeah, Kevin says, and this week in the garden, is said, If your sweet peas and English peas fell victim to this month's freezes, there's still time to plant new seed. And that would be true of this uh, predicted freeze uh, for this week, too. Even after this week, like next week, you could still plant sweet peas and English peas.
4: Yeah, if you remember... Well, seven or eight years ago, ten years ago, some of the master gardeners and I would talk about the February fifteenth was the 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 time uh, of the year that, if all else failed, <laughs> you, you'd go ahead and plant, plant them and expect to get a uh, a crop. Yeah, and we were be, we've been spoiled though for a few yeah. a few years. They come back. They've come with a real early planting. Yeah, mine were looking pretty good, uh, and in fact, I harvested a, n- a number of English peas, but uh, they did get affected by the cold. So yeah, if you
3: if there, you grow them on trellis or in cages. well oh, I use
4: uh, yeah, I, I do some of those portable trellises like we've got here at mhm. and if I want to expand a little bit or if I want to change, I use uh, tomato cages. Okay. It works really well with tomato cages.
3: Yeah, I, w- I was just saying if if you want to protect them a little bit, uh, you could use that cloth over them. Uh, j- j- even though they take pretty good freezes, uh, it I might set them back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I
4: think I might. I, I think I might. Rec- I think I would recommend that uh, folks wait wait through this. Plant them after this uh, f- five-day freeze that we're coming. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah you may as well. Uh, it's gonna be terrible, right, man? Mm. Mm.
1: We're uh, about we're on the, uh, the one-year anniversary of our big freeze last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was Valentine's Day, wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't it like the twelfth through the fifteenth or something. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. I call it the, fe- <laughs> the February
4: freeze. But <laughs> there you go. The valentine. Yeah, you're right. It was Valentine's Day in there.
3: And and if you if you want to get your boats and canoes out, <laughs> we're expecting a tenth of an inch. Hear this tonight. A tenth of an
1: inch tonight, not tomorrow. We're expecting one to two inches. What? <laughs> Man,
3: I, I need. We need it so bad. I'm hoping they're right this time. Okay, I won't even give them my. Thank you. Maybe the tenth of an inch. All Our right. engineer appreciates that. <laughs> Kevin uh, writes, uh, if, if you have unwanted seedlings in your fence line and garden beds, the herbicide cut, vine, and stump killer works to kill the root system even if the plants have dropped their leaves. Now, that's important to understand. A lot of uh, herbicides, uh, Roundup is a good example, Uh, We have to spray on the foliage, actively growing foliage, but when you use this uh, cut vine and stump killer, all you do is, uh, the way you get it into the plant is that you cut the sprout down to the ground and then you put a drop on the cut surface immediately. And it gets in the vascular system through the stem and uh, i've i've used it on a lot of do- on dormant plants even in tennessee where they're completely dormant but uh, and of course it'll it'll work on if they're leafing out it'll work uh, work good on those Is too really, a nice day like today would oh, be oh yeah
4: you know, pruning the fence line, or if you got
3: oh, yeah,
4: in your, ro- your rose leaves have probably started to fall off, and you can see some hackberries in there,
5: or
3: yeah, uh, china berry. And uh, I, I see them coming up in the ch- uh, hackberries coming up in my uh, uh hedges, yeah. Uh, uh, and you swear they're white. they're
4: clear. <laughs> I, I always it makes me wonder, I, you know, I just spent half an hour looking through there two days ago and now oh yeah
3: now here they are visible. And, and remember it's a two-person job one person is cutting and applying well one person is cutting the plant and and then you have a second person applying immediately the medicine yeah. i mean the chemical but immediately. Immediately,
1: yeah. That's that seemed because to be your key to success.
3: <laughs> very little danger that you'll uh,
4: even in a rose bed. Yeah, right. If you rose, follow, side follow by the side label. With yeah, roses. yeah. If you follow the label instructions, then don't overdo it. <laughs> you know, you take <laughs> One the, little drop. Yeah. Minimal amount of the pe- the
3: pesticide. What's that uh, song? Uh a little bit of do you, a little bit of.
1: Little dabble do you?
3: Yeah, a little dabble do you. I, I, they ought to put that on the. I wonder if that's a patent. That's not it's a patent. probably trademarked or copyrighted. Trademark?
1: I don't know. A little dabble do you. That was for. Brill cream? A, that was for brill cream. Yeah, Nice <laughs> job,
3: Calvin. <laughs> I bet Calvin used to use brill cream. I did too when I had hair. I was trying to remember if I, how long ago that was. Oh, that was in the 50s. Yeah. And uh, everybody would uh, put their, uh, put bril cream on to hold your hair. And it would hold your hair, probably in a hurricane. <laughs> but
1: uh, they still sell, I guess they do still sell bril cream. I, think, cause yeah, I think they do. Here it is, it's on sale at Walmart. Uh. <laughs> but you're not recommending brill cream for the plants. Let's no, let be clear no. on that.
3: Uh, but. If you still use it on your neem hair, neem oil.
4: Our gardeners want to use neem oil on everything. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay, those right. those those of you who still write checks, yeah, can and you still, still have get, hair,
1: you can get your Brill cream at Walmart. There you go, a little dab. Probably of Probably at you. HEB too. Even With, a
3: less dab will do you when yeah, you, you don't go. have much hair.
1: You, all right, we got about a minute and a half now.
3: <laughs> Okay, let's see. Uh, Calvin mentions his potatoes can be planted in trenches a foot deep in early February. Uh, that's that's day that's, after the bar. Yeah, huh?
1: that's early February.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Initially, cover the pieces of potato ha- that have eyes with two inches of soil. You put the soil in their eyes. Is that <laughs> what you're saying, man? Actually, Calvin? you do. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, a lot of, pe- a lot of people, uh, we've recommended put tape over their eyes, potatoes. eyes. Keep the dirt out, Milton. Oh, okay. Uh, re- refill the trench with soil as the potato plant emerges from the initial soil.
1: All right, we have run out of time. What a great show today. We sure enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. Uh, don't forget, for all the stuff that's going on at the nursery, go to millburgernursery.com. MillBurgerNursery.com and you can find out all about all the activities. I'm Milton Glick on behalf of Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Thank to Al for doing a great job. Uh, And of course, thanks to you for listening. We'll see you next Saturday back here at MillBurger's on The Answer